Lord began to speak to me about this world. And we began to converse back and forth, God and I. And we began to talk about what a swirl was. And I began to look up the definition of what it was. And it says that it's a vortex. I need you to do something with me. Because I saw a prophetic sign happening in the spirit. And I need you to grab your neighbor by the hand. The Lord began to show me. Woo! what a swirl looked like. <laughs> I need you to find somebody that ain't got shaky faith. I need you to grab a hold of somebody that don't have shaky faith. Somebody that can handle the wind that's about to hit this room. Oh, yeah, that, that. Come on, it's coming in like a wind. It's coming in like a wind. It's coming in like a wind. I dare you to go crazy. I dare you to get lost. 
says it's uh, like a tsunami and you completely lose control. See, some of us have had control in worship too long. We know what to do, when to do it. We know how to clap, how to dance. But I, the next phase of worship, this next movement of worship is one that's radical. in our cities may we see the fruit of this word in our churches may we see the fruit of this word oh, every morning we declare that today God that you're causing us to lose control and we thank you for those things we decrease so that your spirit may increase. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, clap your hands real big. I think I'm in the room with the hungry. 
minutes and we'll go back to this space but I have to obey God and speak this word to you I want you to as you're returning to your seat don't take me down tell them she needs a praiser all night long she's a praiser all night long wow <laughs> if they're out let them stay out Give us about 15 minutes and we just gonna lay cross them. Make a cross. That's how I feel. Wow. You know the power of God is in the room when the musicians get wrecked. Hallelujah. Help me celebrate this amazing praise team tonight as they have poured out their spirit all. Come on, these last couple of days, y'all gotta celebrate them. They provided us with an amazing atmosphere. Not only that, but help me celebrate your amazing leaders of this awesome church. Bishop Kevin Wallace. Pastor Devin Wallace, can y'all help me celebrate them a little bit better than that? Come on, is this space that God provided for you to have an encounter with him? And we are honored. We are honored. Whoa. How do you preach after that? give honor to my amazing husband in his absence. Y'all help me celebrate Bishop R.J. Matthews. I ran a 2K last night. But thank God for good friends who will finish it for you. Yeah. I told him I hadn't run in 20 years. And I know I look 20, right? And running 20 years in, I tried to take off real fast. And my body didn't go where my mind went. Cause I was already at the finish line. But then I looked down and I was still at the starting spot. Y'all laughing, but some of y'all were in the same place I was in. Who was that? Wave your hand, let them know. See, I wasn't by myself. So glad to be here. Thank you, Pastor Devin, for stretching me. I've been saying I was gonna lose weight for a while now. Thank you <laughs> for giving me the greatest honor of embarrassing myself on live TV. Amen. Where are the women of fire at? Awesome. Came to speak a word of the Lord to you tonight and to every person that's in here. How many visiting churches, ministries? If you're visiting, just wave your hands, shout real big. Whoa. That is so cool. 
to come into someone else's space because you're hungry. Pastor Devin told me something earlier today and it, it, it gave me a reassurance that my word was on time for the people. And she said that these ladies register before they know who the speakers are. That means they aren't after celebrities. Y'all don't even understand. It means a lot to be in the house with people who want God for real. I'm going to read this scripture and I'm going to preach to you. I said, give me about 15 minutes and then we're going to go straight into altar. Now, I need y'all to pray for me because I don't stay up here. Probably going to be down there in somebody's seat in about five minutes. So, y'all just give me an opportunity to jump down off this stage. If I still have leg strength after last night. <laughs> Hebrews chapter number 11. I'm up tempo, so okay. Hebrews chapter number 11, grab your Bibles, keep them out, take your cell phone out, because I need to let you take notes tonight. I don't want you to just get a word, I want you to get a word. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 11, 11, 11, double 11 is 22. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised all right that didn't sit well but i'm gonna give you about five minutes to get it watch this by faith sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised i need you to look at your neighbor and say neighbor i'm about to birth something come on i need you to find you two more people and tell them i'm about to birth something Come on, I've been in labor long enough. I've been holding on to this long enough. But I'm about to give birth to something. Hold that, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. I came in this room tonight on one assignment. We've been kind of trickling and touching it a little bit all day long. And all last night, we talked about the birthing process. But when I began to speak to the Lord about this assignment, God said, tell them, welcome to labor and delivery. He said that I'm about to bring them into their necks. I'm about to cause them to birth what has been barren, that which has been empty in their life. God says, I'm about to do something brand new. I know you have heard thousands of sermons around the ninth month about birthing, but God told me to tell you that this type of birthing is coming from a barren seed. This is coming from a woman who was not, nor, uh, not supposed to birth, but once God gave a word to her husband everything was activated in her life I need you to think about this because the word didn't necessarily come to her the word came to her spouse about her and it was through this word that her body 
body began to respond to the word that was spoken over her. And see, some of us, we are always looking for people to do this for us. But can I tell you that this time God is about to speak to you and he's about to speak to you through the prophet today. I'm the prophet, just in case you were wondering. God's about to speak to you through the prophet today to tell you it's time to give birth. I need to find five women that said, I'm going to take off my, I'm going to take off all these old garments. I'm going to take off all this old stuff. I'm going to take off all these things that have held me in my past. And I'm no longer going to allow my past to limit this birthing process. I'm no longer going to allow these straps to limit this birthing process. I've been limited by other people's words, but not this time. I'm about to receive the word from God. I need you to grab your phone. Get your phone out, snap you a good picture of you and your neighbor. It's purpose in it. They look cute tonight. I did look cute until they start worshiping and I messed all my little makeup up. Take a picture of her. And I need you to look at that picture. Go ahead and tap the screen. Look at that picture real good. And I need you to show your picture to your neighbor. And you're going to tell them this is the last time you're going to see me without my promise. No, y'all ain't catching in the back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Every year the enemy takes it. Every year I give up. Every year I quit. But look at this selfie girl. I'm about to come back. When I come back to the conference on next year, I'm coming back with my baby. I'm coming back with my promise. I'm coming back with my coming back with my stuff. I'm coming back with my promise. I just need to know, are there any midwives in the room today that says, I'm not gonna let my sister stay in labor another year. I'm not gonna let her stay in depression, stay in anxiety. I'm not gonna let you live in that low place, live in Lodabar. Girl, you're about to get up and you're about to get up now. You're about to get up. You're about to. You're about to get up now. I ain't found the right partner yet. You got the wrong midwife. Cause a midwife is aggressive. She says push even when you don't want to. She says push even when you don't want to. Just trying to see. I was, I was in my own personal labor and delivery room, and my baby was taking a little long. <laughs> oh, she, she about to get messed up. Watch this. I was in my own personal labor and delivery room. And my mother-in-law was there. Love my mother-in-law. Love her. She's absolutely amazing. 
And I was laid in the stairs. And the doctor was, the nurse was telling me what to do. And so was my mother-in-law. The doctor was saying push and so was my mother-in-law. Until one minute turned into five, turned into 30, turned into eight hours. And they were still trying to tell me what to do. And at this point I had gotten to the place of frustration. I was pregnant and I knew it was time for me to conceive, but it was time for me to birth, but something was going on in my belly and wouldn't come forth. My mother-in-law, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Devin, I would begin to contract. And they say, you gotta move at the contraction, right? Push. She began to say this to me. Oh, I see the head. told you you had the wrong midwife in the room she was in there and she said oh I see the head but you know what I did I didn't push because I was like she was not the nurse and sometimes when we're in church you disregard the people that are on your row because they're not the pastor giving you the word preaching to you so you say surely they can't have a word for me but I need you to look at the sister to the left and to the right of you and say don't you discount my oil come on cause you don't know who I am you don't know what I can see you don't know what God has put on the inside of me I see the head I see the head I see the head She can't prophesy to me. He doesn't have a title of a pastor. He can't prophesy to me. But all God asked for her was some people that said, I can see what he said. I can see what he said. And a lot of us, we are in a moment where God is beginning to show things to people. And we have to be open in the kingdom to be able to hear what the new thing that God is doing. And I don't know if you know this or not. I've been preaching for 18 years. I know I look 18 years old. I've been preaching for 18 years. But can I tell you, I've been in my prayer closet and I have been seeking God about what's next for this ministry. What's next for your ministry? What's next for the move of God? And God began to tell me, prepare the people for the end times because I'm coming back. He said, prepare them for what's to come because I'm coming back. Watch this. See the head. What does that mean? He's coming back. I, I see the head. I see the king of kings. When I close my eyes, I can see angels that excel in strength, preparing the way for our king. I see him. We disregard the voice because we don't necessarily know the voice. But watch this. What, the, what I didn't pay attention to 
was that my mother-in-law was in a different position than I was. I was here getting ready to push, but she was there to see the baby come forth. I should have trusted her voice because of her position and her pot. Y'all ain't talking back to a preacher tonight. You've got to trust the voice. Your midwife just walked in the room tonight to tell you that I can see your promise and it's crowning. I see your promise and it is. got to trust their position there are a couple of stages that you go through Sarah had to go through these same things at 90 years old my god I was 20 and 28 I think and 30 and I was like Sarah mighty god what a strong woman she was I want to talk for a second here about the process. I'm going to tell you about the process. But this is the first thing that Sarah did. The Bible says, and I like to look up words, so let me get to my word. She says, it says, by faith, by conviction of truth or belief, Sarah herself also received strength. I'm going to ask you a question because I do this everywhere. Show me how you receive something. Where your hands go? How they come out? <laughs> like this? Yeah, because I'm ready to what? Receive. Can I tell you that wasn't what Sarah, that wasn't her position? When I begin to look up the word, receive there, it says that Sarah took Mm, that don't mean nothing if it ain't been held up from you. She wasn't just, oh God, bring it to me. I'm waiting on my miracle, God. I'm waiting on you to manifest something in my life, God. Whenever you're ready, whenever, 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 whenever. But the Bible says she took strength. That means that she no longer allowed the strength that she needed to birth to one of the enemy but she began to say I know where my help comes from I know where my strength means she took power and ability <laughs> she went from not having enough ability to having her cup filled with the ability to birth forth She got from this sterile state into her birthing state. Watch this. Why is this important for this conference? Because there is a mandate that's going to be released on tomorrow to release you. All day long we've had deliverance and you remove stuff that shouldn't have been there. You got stuff out of the way. You removed all the hindrances. You took strength. 
You said, I'm no longer going to limit uh, the things that are keeping me out of the presence of God. I'm not going to allow my, 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 my mental state to keep me out of the presence of God. I'm not going to look at my house and all the stuff that's going wrong and allow that to keep me out of the presence of God. So you've been delivered. You should have shouted. Because somebody's been holding on to that for about 13 years. You ain't been able to smile in about 14 years. And today, for the first time, somebody said hey to you. And you spoke back because you received the joy of the Lord became your strength. So we've been delivered. But tonight, God wanted to posture you and position you to get your mind right. So you can get ready to go where he desires to take you. First step. I want you to write this down. This is the discovery stage. Now that we've gone through all of our emptying out, now it's time to pour back in. It's in this discovery stage, watch this, that we identify that there's something on the inside of me. We begin to say that there's seed in me. I understand what my why is and it's in seed form. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know exactly all the things that I'm going to do yet, but I can feel something moving. It's in this discovery stage we find in Ephesians 2.10 that the Bible says that we are his handiwork. That he created in Christ Jesus to do good works before time began. Handiwork there means to be a product of the creator. He's Specifically put my nose, made it wide, made it skinny, made it long. He knew exactly what he put on the inside of me. He didn't make a mistake with you, girl. I know we keep getting all of these different emails trying to tell us that we need to get all this different stuff done to our bodies. But can you just get excited about the fact that when God looks back at his creation, everything that he made, he steps back and says, ooh, that was good. So there's nothing that God created, nothing that God made that he didn't say was good. So why are you receiving any other report? Shake your neighbor and tell them, baby, you're good enough. No, you got the wrong girl. She ain't believed it yet. Tell her, you are good enough. Watch this. He said, I made this to do good works. Good works there means joyful. <laughs> that means if the works that you're doing are not providing joy, then that must mean that that's not the work that God desires for you. Some of you are in businesses. Some of you are on jobs that don't provide you joy. I understand the concept that sometimes you do what you don't want to do until you can do what you desire to do. But some of you got yourself in that situation and now you're frustrated about where you are. The good works should provide you joy. Is your journey bringing you joy? Why are you so mad? All we said was we were blessed and highly favored and you rolled your eyes. I wasn't the only one that said that. It was in the book, the Bible. They said it. They said, I'm blessed. How are you? Blessed and highly favored among women. 
you so upset all the time? You got to check your seed. What's in there? Why you so mean? Don't speak to nobody. You dead deep. You that lost in his presence. You can't say, hey, how you going to pray for me? But you want to prophesy to me, but you can't speak, 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 speak to your girl. I'm sorry, I ain't letting nobody that ain't waving at me come and lay hands on me. I'm sorry. I just came to break a devil's head tonight. I just came to cut it off, cut it off at the root. We will not leave out of here broken, busted, and disgusted. We are going to leave out of here with the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Somebody shout, I got joy. Say, I got it, I got it. I got it, I got it. How is it that your God is good and you can't show nobody that he's good? I need you for the next 30 seconds to testify to your neighbor of how good God has been to right there the green jacket yep you just look down run up here real quick yep you turning around looking away from me yeah you come here I see something in your future God said that's the last time that you're gonna live in that place I prophesy to you the joy of the Lord be your strength I take off this garment and I put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness somebody ought to dance with her Cry. So 
is about to hit this room. <laughs> grab her hand. All y'all grab hands. I feel a river of joy. Come on, there's a river of joy. There's a river of joy. There's a river of joy. There's a river. River of joy. Grab a hand, grab a hand. It's for your rope. This rope, this rope, this rope. Oh, don't stop the flow. Joy, joy. <laughs> what you doing? I'm breaking up this atmosphere in your home before you get there. That devil's gonna get out of your house. It cannot stay on your husband. It cannot stay in your children. It's a victory run. It's a victory run. I'm running out. 
while this atmosphere is set for joy. There are about 13 of you in this room, and I need you to obey me properly. That there has been like a hovering of suicide over you. In this moment, the enemy is trying to get you to hide in this atmosphere. But I need you to run to me now. Come on. Run. Run to me. Run to me. Run to me. Yeah. 
over you. And I declare that the moment she speaks to your spirit, everything that's been holding you up for the last 10 years are about to break off of you now. In the name of Jesus, break it off. Break it off. Father, I pray. Hold on. I want to dismantle this devil. Because you're not going to go back to it again. I'm going to dismantle it. Lift your hands. Isaiah 63, I mean 61 and 3. Spirit of heaviness is translated the spirit of despair it's the spirit of fainting the spirit of darkness the spirit that calls you to feel like you have waxed dim but the Lord says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to you so today we dismantle this spirit of despair. I come against this spirit of depression, anxiety and stress. Suicide cannot live here. I declare life. Somebody shout life. When you shout, you free them. One more time, rejoice for them. I prophesy. Come on, you got about 30 more seconds to give it to them. Help them, help them do what they have not been able to do. Help them pray.
this was you, so just give them about 30 more seconds here. Because we made a promise that they're not leaving here the same way that they came. not gonna let them go back home the way they came I got two more points I promise I'm trying pastor I don't want to get in trouble but I'm trying to let it go there's freedom in this atmosphere watch this second thing you got to make a decision shout decision you got to make a decision. Either you're going to abort it or you're going to advance. And we come in this room tonight to advance. I'm going to get past it. Here we go. I'm going to get to the part I want to take us into. That's going to take us into our altar. When you're in the room, you have to have, write this down, divine connections. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't leave without giving you a word because when the wind blows you got to have something to stand on I don't want you shaking in the wind I want you solid he said you got to have divine connections look at your neighbor and say is that you answer them. are you the girl that's gonna help me push this one out Tell them I'm gonna need you in about 10 minutes, so are you my girl? I'm gonna need you in about 15 minutes, are you my girl? Are you my girl? I don't need you to get weary in the labor room. I don't need you to get tired in the labor room. I don't need you to give up in the labor room. Watch this. Woo. You got to have the right people in the room because everybody can't go there. Watch this. God told me to tell you that there are some of you. Mary was equipped to carry. You got to find the right people that are equipped to carry you in this next season because the assignment is heavy. And what you're about to carry and what you're about to birth forth, they've got to be able to carry it and not drop it. You got to be able to carry my baby. In this, in this season, you need people that are readers and runners. And 
and they got to be equipped to carry divine connections. Now watch this. Once the baby comes forth, God has given me this one word to give to you. That it is time to dominate. Dominate means to thrive. To live beyond limitations. You are chosen by God. You are the righteousness of God. You are loved by God. You can no longer stay in this place that you're in. Watch this. I was giving my daughter a task the other day. And I told her, I said, you got to read 30 minutes every day so that you are prepared for the test that they're going to give you. And I also want to make sure that she's ready for the assignment. The assignment was for her to read 30 minutes. She goes and gets a book. She reads the book. And then I tell her, I said, wait, Faith, you can't read that book because that book is not on the list of books that you can read in school. Y'all know about that, right? There are certain books that don't want to kind of take the kids off course, give them some language that they shouldn't have right now. So I told her, I said, you can't read that particular book. She said, but why, Mom? Why can't I read this book? I said, because it's not on the list to read. She then runs back. Watch this. She runs back to her room, comes back, and she comes back with 13 books. I counted them. And all of them were from the same edition. It was Judy Bloom, Judy B. Jones. She's got all 13 of them. She spreads them out. And I said, Faith, I said you cannot read that book because it's not fit. It doesn't fit the curriculum. And she said, but you told me I couldn't read that book. You didn't tell me I couldn't read these books. So then I looked at her again and I said, Faith, you can't read that book. I'm going somewhere. She looks at me and she looks at all the books she holds the book in her hand, Pastor, and she says this to me. I have nothing to read. She's got another book. She picks it up. I have nothing to read. And I said, Faith, you've got all these other books, and you won't read one of them. Watch this. She looks back at me and said, Mama, but you told me I couldn't read these. But I said, I didn't say you couldn't read this book, the one that's in your hand. The Lord instantly began to talk to me. He said that that's how the body of Christ is right now. Is that we have options to fulfill the assignment. But we keep saying, I have nothing. You've got gifts in your hand to finish and to complete the assignment. But every time you turn around, you've got uh, all these different uh, 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 connections, you've got friendships, you've got money in the bank, and every time you turn around, somebody asks you, why haven't you started the business? Because I don't have the finances to do it. I don't have the stuff that I need. And God said, I need the body to stop making excuses for what I put in their hands. There are several of you in this moment that have an assignment from God, that have everything you need, don't take me down, in your hand. You got everything you need. You have the ability to sing. You have the ability to dance. You have the ability to pray. You've got God on the inside of you and you still stuck.
trying to figure out, am I going to do this assignment? Well, this last call is for those of you that say, I'm going to finish the assignment that God told me to do. And all I need is for you to get on this blue tape. If you say tonight that I am stepping out of my comfort zone, I'm not gonna make any more excuses. I'm about to fulfill the assignment. But you can't get out there by yourself. You gotta get you a midwife. You gotta get you somebody that's willing to help you push. You gotta get you somebody you pray. Somebody that says, God, I see what's on the inside of my sister and I'm not going to let it die. I'm not going to let it die inside of her. Tonight we're going to push. I need the midwife to grab a hold to the girl that is ready to fulfill her assignment and I need you to push.
lift your hands. I know you're in the sea of these women. But I need you to know that this is your day, man of God. And the Lord says, I see you, son. He said, your prayers have come up to me. And he said that they have not gone unnoticed. You're saying, God, should I go to the women's conference? And God said, yes, because I have a word for you. That your seed is about to turn into a harvest. y'all I promise and the Lord says I desire to the authors if you're an author right your hand raise your hand the Lord says he said that's that's not the only book there's more to that and I hear the Lord saying but you've been stuck and God said I'm about to remove writer's block he's about to make you a pen of a ready writer and I was in my room today God began to show me somebody writing so fast books were flying off the shelf as fast as they wrote it and the Lord began to tell me he said you're gonna weep well and write weep well and write weep well and write Weep well and right. And he said, why did he say weep well and right? He said, because you're about to write my burden. (laughs) Pastor Kevin, I would take up that. He said, you're about to write my burden. What breaks my heart? What breaks my heart for this nation? God says is that they are not living the way that I have ordained for them to. He said that they are walking outside of it. He said, but I'm gonna give you principles that's gonna cause them to walk in the kingdom, to live as a man and a woman of God. I need somebody in this room to shout, write, weep, wail. Wow. Oh. Oh. Woman of God. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm seeing in the sea of people. You got on a white Ruach shirt. That's you. Lift your hands. Yes, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> the Lord said, Tell her I settled her accounts. He said, tell her I settled her accounts. There have been some stuff held up and delayed. 
but I declare that every nickel and dime that is yours, every hundred dollar bill that is yours, we prophesy a full release of funds in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout release! to come into the front. Lift your hands. This dry season is over. It's almost like you've been scratching and pulling to, to feel presence, but the Lord says, no, you're about to live in the dew of him, in the dew of his presence. I declare, Woo! as soon as I said do, he said tell her because there are some things that are due unto her that she's about to receive. Father, we thank you now, God, for all that you have done in this space. Prophesy to the leaders of this church, every staff member, every leader. Here the Lord said, I'm about to expand your borders. You thought it was one space, but God said there are five. I'm giving five new spaces. You're like, God, but I got to deal with this one. God said, I need you to make room. He said, make room for the glory. And he said to let you know that you won't have to worry about the hand trying to break and to divide. God said, I've already cut off every hand that tried to come in and tried to divide this church. I prophesy no more division, no more division, no more division. He said they had to go. Broke your heart, but they had to go. He said, because they were messing with the fragrance. <laughs> they were interfering with the fragrance. He said, you all were sending up incense today. And they were sending up strange fire. But the Lord says, but I've covered this house. I declare in the name of Jesus that this house is about to recover from the from every tactic of the enemy. I decree in the name of Jesus, your recovery is gonna look better than your beginning. They gonna say they down the street, trying to get in this church. I see them like houses of prayers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
worship unto him. People walking in, living in the presence of God. God, I thank you now. You are blessing this ministry. That you are blessing these women that are under the sound of my voice. These men that are under the sound of my voice. Double for everything they've had to endure. Double blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to hear this church make some... Where are the girls?